Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome to Empower Her Money Podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan. I am super excited for today. Do you want to create more income but not come off salesy? Well, then you're in treat for today. My guest, Cassie, is going to teach us some ninja skills so that you can implement it into your business and help create more income for you without coming across salesy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Angela. It's so cool to be here. Yeah. So why don't you start with your story, kind of like where, what your background is and how you got to where you are today. Oh, absolutely. So I actually started in pharmaceutical sales after getting a marketing degree from Virginia Tech. And I was like 21 years old with braces and a bad haircut. And I just looked like I was about 13 on a good day. And I was calling on doctors that were like three times my age. And it was the birth of me learning how to, like, I never wanted to come across as salesy, but I always had to be effective because I mean, I got paid so much. It was like such a great opportunity. I was like, I can't blow this. I've got to get, <laughs> I've got to be good at it. And so I started to model what other people were doing in my district and create my own selling style where I could really be myself and let my personality come out instead of being like a, you know, like a statue or like a show pony and also get, get the doctors in the offices that I called on to change their habits and, and really take action on things that they thought that they were kind of apathetic about. So that was the start of me really learning how to be successful within 20, within two years, I had $23 million in sales I became a sales trainer. I trained over a thousand other people um, in pharmaceutical sales and on online. And now I am a sales coach for coaches who have inconsistent sales, who make, um, who want to sell like four figure offers, but have inconsistent sales. So I do that with non-salesy sales strategies. So meaning you know, none of the DMing everybody who you meet and um, cold messaging and trying to follow the trends or dance on TikTok. Like I am not about any of that. I, I focus on the untapped platforms like LinkedIn, selling in the DMs because sales calls, believe it or not, like are still are to this day, like pretty awkward for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're just, you know, like they, they've never felt right. It's always been easier for me to sell in the DMs. So I like to help you do that too, because there's a lot of benefits to that beyond just making money. I mean, it frees up your time. You know, you can have a chance to get your breath, you know, back, like formulate your answers. Whereas I I hate feeling pressured. And so I don't want you to feel pressured when you sell either. That's awesome. Yeah. If it wasn't for my marketing company, Res Marketing, I would not be on TikTok um, TikTok at all. In fact, I don't even have the app. So I'm grateful that they helped me with that. Um, but it's a different platform. So I like what you're talking about with um, LinkedIn because it is a more professional platform. So talk yeah. about maybe some strategies that our audience can take back and implement so that they can improve upon you know what they're doing. Yeah, so I actually love LinkedIn because I spent a couple of years trying to make Facebook and Instagram work. And I always say Instagram feels like that boyfriend that, you know, like cheated on you or like left you and you just keep coming back to as soon as he's like, you want to go on a date? Like I just broke up with my, you know, like I totally feel like that for some reason about Instagram. And I have to 
you know, but I, I, I love selling on stories, right? So I love going on there. It's just, it tends to take a lot of time. Like it takes me a lot more time than it needs to. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I love, but I love LinkedIn though, because the, I mean, the average income of the users there are six figures. Only 1% of the millions of people on LinkedIn actually create content. So you can automatically start to stand out just by posting and you can leverage things like um, the commenting in a strategic way. If you can find where your key audience and target audience hangs out, then you can be seen so quickly on a platform like LinkedIn. Whereas I feel like um, it takes a lot more work and time on a lot of the other platforms to be seen by your exact target audience that quickly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I find that too, you know, um, when I I'm probably not the best at LinkedIn, I maybe post every couple days there. So um, that's some good tips to maybe be a little bit more active on it, but also commenting on other people that are kind of my target audience as well. So that's awesome. So when you're talking about like, what kind of messages should we be crafting? Because I don't want to come across as generic or salesy, you know, especially as a woman, I don't, I don't want to be salesy. So how do you build that relationship through those messages? Right. That's such a great question, Angela. So, um, so I see it as three different types of messages that you need to have when you're selling on any social media platform, but especially, especially on LinkedIn. So you've got your, your over your broad marketing message about what you do and your specific sales messages to make you stand out. And uh, this is where a lot of people trip up, especially now, because what used to work a couple years ago was fluffy messaging, like live your best life or make more money or, you know, have, what is it? Um, manifest your dreams, you know, and it's, and that could mean so many things to so many different people. And there's so many people creating content and putting that fluffy stuff out there that if you can get way more specific and get into like this mode of like, oh my God, she's in my head, then it makes it way easier for you to sell in the DMs because people start reaching out to you and you start getting noticed because you're, 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 um, you know, you, you start see, you're seen as an expert and you build that know, like, and trust factor faster because they feel seen and heard. And mm-hmm. the other part of the messaging though, on LinkedIn though, is in that comments where the comments that you leave, you want to make sure you're adding to the conversation. So staying on topic with your broad marketing message, but also specific sales messaging targeted in, right? So your topics that deal with the offers that you sell or the things that you love working with your clients on. And then, but formulating, somehow adding to the conversation that somebody else has already started while staying in those, you know, buckets and adding to the conversation to get people to think like, oh my God, that's such a good thought or, oh, cool. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I had a client that did blah, 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 blah. And we did, you know, X, Y, Z. And people are like, whoa, I never thought of that before. Instead of being like, yay, great. I agree. You know, like nobody wants to see that. And nobody wants to see like the long winded things that make it look like AI answered it for you either, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that too. So be your expert in your comments. Don't be, obviously I don't want to take over whoever did the original post, but don't just put like, I agree or good info or, you know, put a little more content into your comment. Well, see, that's the thing though about LinkedIn. And I feel like, and I'm glad you brought that up too, Angela, because um, the people on LinkedIn, 
even if you come with like a high bar answer in the comment section and you're adding to the conversation on something somebody already posted, they welcome that instead of getting threatened by it. It's like the most backward ass thing that you don't see on Facebook because Facebook, you do that. And the person's like, oh my God, she's smarter than me. You know, but like on LinkedIn, people were like, yes, please with the brain. And they know, like they know most people are commenting on your things to get seen by other people. But it's also a chance to interact and it's and it's a chance to network and it's a chance to get seen. Just doing that on this other guy's post had me invited into his mastermind a month uh-huh. later when I was brand uh-huh. new on LinkedIn. So don't worry about stealing anybody's thunder. Like I know why some people are commenting on my comments, but I don't care because I also know that like it's helping my algorithm. It's, it's increasing the engagement. It's actually starting a good conversation. Like I had a guy disagree with me about mm-hmm. something that I posted on like Saturday over the weekend. And I knew that he probably would. And I, and it was like such a great back and forth conversation that he actually messaged me and he was like, thanks for being cool about a disagreeing point of view. Most people get triggered. And I was like, yeah, no, like, this is so great to start this conversation. I'm glad you could do it too, you know, cause it yeah. was a controversial opinion. Yeah. So if someone is picking LinkedIn as kind of their platform that they're, um, you know, advertising with their business, Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about their own profile too, because when you start commenting or making posts, obviously people are going to click on it to see Mm -hmm. what's on your profile. Are there any key things that you say should be on your LinkedIn profile so that that person obviously views you as a professional or expert? Yeah. So the profile is so important that in my my LinkedIn, I have a program called LinkedIn Lunch Break, and it's about um, creating like a standout brand on LinkedIn in under 30 days for your coaching business, you know, like getting seen and getting paid, starting to get a client attra- clients attracted into your DMs in under 30 days while only doing it an hour a day, right? The lunch break portion, like if you don't have all day to go learn a whole new platform, here's how you can do it in under an hour a day for the next month. And start getting invited. It's like exactly what I did to start getting seen and paid and heard like fast. And by the way, I made more money in two months on LinkedIn than I did like the whole year on Instagram last year. I'm just saying like, it's amazing. So the, um, but the reason why I'm bringing that up too is I have like six videos, six like hour long videos in this course. Three of the hours are dedicated to your profile. That's how important it is. And Mm -hmm. I I couldn't leave anything behind because that is the part that's going to sell for you. And there are, there's a lot, there's a handful of areas where people completely miss out and they don't phrase things the right way. One of them is your about section. The biggest mistake I see people make is creating that, you know, your about section is just people where people can literally click and learn more about you. But if you're making that whole section about you and not about them, then it's going to be a huge turnoff, right? We don't want to go to the eye doctor and have like, I, 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 you know, like we want to have, we want to hear how you can help me. You know, I want to click there and be like, yes, yes, yes. Like I'd be nodding my head And not being like, great, wonderful, you know, good for you. You know what I mean? (laughs) There's a finesse to doing that. And the same, the other area that I really see people screw up is 
the headline where they do the same kind of thing in the headline or they put like, I mean, it's the headline searchable. This is all like a search engine. You want to make sure you have your keywords there, but people put the most random things that nobody actually cares about, you know? So make sure that, and, and keep in mind the beginning of that, of like your headline is going to show up in every single comment that you make. So Mm. you want to make sure it's an impactful first eight words where somebody's going to see you left a comment, then look up at your picture and then read what you do and be like, shit, like, she's cool. Let me go check her profile out. And that's how you start to get this huge buzz. The profile views go up, you, your followers go up, the right types of followers go up. Like I've got all the strategies because I mean, that's just how my brain works, but (laughs) I'm like, got to get to the end goal the fastest way possible with the least amount of work. I have two kids and they do not let me do work once they get home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, and I'm super curious now. I just wrote down that I'm going to go check your LinkedIn profile to see what, what the headline says and what your intro is. So yeah, um, I'm going to go check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I have a fun question for you. If you could pick a super talent or a superpower, what would it be and why? I would say being able to finish things, even when they're hard, because it's something I've really had to work on. There was a time a couple of years ago where, you know, I've always been a great student and I've always, you know, had the pressure, I think, because I have two parents that are teachers And Mm -hmm. I've always felt like you got to get straight A's or else you basically are going to eat off porridge and live in the basement till you get your grades up. You know what I mean? (laughs) The torture. But anyway, um, so one of the things I noticed a couple of years ago was that I had like eight courses I'd signed up with and they were all like 95% done. And I had all these projects. I had just remodeled the house and there was like that last 5% was like, oh, those details. I've just been looking at them for three months, but I walk right past them to go start a new project, right? (laughs) And it's such an energy leak. And it really kept me from accomplishing and feeling accomplished. I feel like it was connected to a, a kind of like a fear of success or perfectionism or some other sort of thing to keep me small. And that having like delaying that gratification of being like, yes, I can cross that off the list, right? So now I've really worked on that so that I take things to the end, even if they're hard, because I know that next time I'm going to go and, you know, attempt to do it for the second time, it's going to become easier and easier and easier. But I think it's so relatable to being an entrepreneur and having a coaching business because people really underestimate the amount of time and work and hard work that it takes and hours it takes to learn the skills, to be successful and like a three-day masterclass that I'm offering now actually probably took 30 hours to put together mm-hmm. and, you know, and in launching a, an offer for five days, like what you see on the outside is like the iceberg, like the tip. <laughs> There's so much that happens in the back that, you know, give yourself grace, but see it to the end so that you can see where the gaps are for next time. Good. Well, you finished that project. So I'm, I'm sure your clients are very happy that you finished that masterclass. Yeah. Well, yeah, we end today. Yeah, today's the last day. So I'm excited. Good, good. So if our audience wants to reach out to you, if I have some coaches that are listening that need to create more income, what is the best way to find you? Yeah, so you can come find me on LinkedIn, Cassie McKenzie. You'll see me with all the pink. (laughs) I love the pink. Yes. Um, I have a podcast called I'm Not Salesy. 
And it's all about selling in a non-salesy way, how to get seen on platforms like LinkedIn, how to sell in the DMs, things like that. And I have great guests like Angela Duncan. <laughs> and then also on Instagram at, at um, XO Cassie McKenzie, I have a lot of links um, in the podcast show notes as well. But, but yeah, that's the best way to find me. And you can come join LinkedIn Lunch Break too, because that's, that's, um, um, you know, uh, an evergreen program that I have currently. So you can reach out to me if you want to get in on that and start on LinkedIn. Yay. Awesome. Awesome. So that wraps up another episode of empower her money. Hopefully you had your pen and piece of paper and writing those tips down. And if you need help creating more income as a coach, definitely reach out to Cassie and she will help you make lots of money and not selling nuts sound salesy. That's (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Cassie, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Angela. I love it. Thank you.